Hello and welcome to another episode of Joe Blogs About Films. Thanking you as always for clicking on the podcast, whether you're a long-time listener, a new listener, or the same. I really do appreciate you clicking on this podcast and this episode. We're going to be talking about Where the Crawdads Sing in this episode, which is the film adaptation of the novel of the same name directed by... The film's directed by Olivia Newman. The book itself, sorry, was released by Delia Owens in 2018, which did so well. I haven't read the book myself, but I do believe it, it sold something like... 12 million copies or whatever worldwide. Uh, my fiance has read the book and obviously she was very excited to see the film adaptation of it as the book turns out, she says one of the best things that she's, uh, that she's ever read. So bold statement there, big words coming out. And, and as you can, as you can imagine, there's always a little bit of like, is the film actually going to be as good as a book? Cause the book usually is a better story, or at least it's, it, they always say the, the book's better, which is, I, I tend to agree with it. If anything, maybe films they're adapted from, from novels are on par with the book. There are some rare occasions where they might surpass, but all the same, it usually is that the book is better. And it seems that's the genuine, that's the general consensus of the reviews and, and what critics have been saying, uh, and fans obviously as well of the book, about this film. I particularly didn't find myself not enjoying it. I, th I thought it was a, a very captivating and engaging story. Granted, it wasn't as maybe as intense or the tension that was in there wasn't as much as what I would have liked it to have been, but I did find myself pretty much uh, overall enjoying this film. Now, before we dive into it, of course, this podcast is available on rss.com, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, all that jazz. Just give us a like and a follow on there. Hit notification as well so you can be notified when new episodes come on. And to jump onto uh, Facebook and search Joe Blogs About Films, give us a like and follow on there as well. That too would be greatly, greatly appreciated. So the film, as I say, revolves around Kaya Clark, who is a reclusive outsider living alone and raising herself in the marshes of 1960s North Carolina. After being abandoned by her entire family and then a man she previously was involved with dies mysteriously and then she's suspected of his murder. Now, that in itself, in terms of synopsis, like I went in literally not knowing anything about it other than what the trailers and what, the, what some of the kind of previews I'd seen had presented of the film. So I, I didn't really know it was kind of going to be like a bit of a, a mystery thriller. Well, at least tried to be a mystery thriller. It, like I said at the start, it's not as it's not as intense as I wanted it to be. I felt like the the whole case itself in the in the with, with the court and such about her obviously being accused of this uh, this character's murder. I just felt that there wasn't as in like I said the tension that was in there wasn't and maybe that was the direction that Olivia Newman wanted to go down because the film is for the most part quite a a, a it's a shocking and harrowing story, really, of what happens to a girl. But at the same time, there's re these really gentle and lovely moments that are in there. Just this girl, Kaya, just trying to essentially like bring herself up through the, the, in the marshes. Um, it, it's one of those where I do feel that the performance from Daisy Edgar Jones was really good. Like she did a few things with the characteristics because you know we see her from a very young age be abandoned by her by her mum, obviously after the abuse that she was taken from her father. Some really shocking and striking scenes that are, that are part of that moment of the film as well. Like really, really uh, quite shocking moments. And th and that's the thing. The film does have these kind of powerful, shocking moments when it comes to the abuse that's in the film. But in terms of a character piece for Daisy Edgar Jones as Kaya. I did enjoy it. I felt that I, I was connected with that character enough to really care and want her to come out of the circumstance that she'd found herself in. Obviously, she'd been pushed as an outsider from 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 the get go. She's she's lived on her own her entire life. Maybe she's it's one of those where maybe people wanted a little bit more of kind of that wilderness or something like that with the character, kind of that wild to air quote energy around her or something. I'm not sure, but I do I did find. Daisy Edgar Jones' performance are really good and obviously Daisy Edgar Jones has done ever so well in the TV show Normal People which a lot of people have enjoyed but I, I, I did really find myself captivated there was a few like mannerisms that she would do where you could tell that she's not been around in a, a lot of people or at least 
she was told to stay away from people that no, that all people will end up essentially hurting her. Um, there's these few characteristics that she do with like the way that she positioned her body and stuff, which I quite like, where she was prominently looking down all the time. And you can see that's something that was instilled in her at a very young age. But Daisy Edgar Jones had really kind of took that characteristic and, and presented it even more so as she was growing up and getting older, living in the wilderness. That's the thing as well, within the marshes, obviously, because she's known as the marsh girl as well uh, throughout. And it, it does have that kind of social commentary of, the, you know, people been shunned and, and pushed as outsiders or pointed out and, and obviously labelled as different and such like that. I did, again, like that because it does, it is quite thought-provoking at times, you know, especially with this little girl that's not able to get go to school because people are like laughing at her and stuff or like making jokes and such and she only, I think, steps foot in school once or something like that. She's the only time. And it's now at a point where she's been always seen as an outsider because of the, the life that she's ended up leading within the wilderness. She's always been looked at for, as, that, as that from the community. When suddenly some boy's body's found, obviously Chase's body's found, it's a case of like, well, it's easier to blame her than actually look for any other suspects or any other possible outcomes. It was on the marshland. It was where it's where not far from where the marsh girl was or whatever. Let's just blame it on her because she's the outsider. So at least then we've got someone to blame and we've always been right about her. Um, so it, do, it is quite thought provoking in, in that sense as well. But just touching on, sorry, we're back to the, the kind of living in the marshes and, and that. I did feel there was like a lack of more beautiful shots of it. There's there's a few in there, don't get me wrong. Like, I can see in, like I said, the, the animals and such that are, that are living in there, obviously, the, the habitats and such. That's really great as well. But there's only, like, a, there was only a, maybe a handful, I could probably count on my hand, the kind of, like, great wide shots or, long, you know, like, sweeping shots or whatever of the marshes. Um, so I think they might have missed a trick with that. But still, the whole setting and the whole location of where it is, like, the film obviously looks really great throughout. Like, I did really like that touch, but... I wanted a little bit more of just, yeah, seeing the marshes as well. Um, the other characters that obviously that Daisy uh, Daisy Edgar-Jones interacts with as Kaya, there are some really good ones as well. One of my favourites, obviously, is his lawyer that's in the film, who's played by David Stratham. Um, I love David Stratham. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that surname right, but still, I, I love him in the, everything that I see him in. He has that quality, that charm about him. Like in this film in particular, he had that quality that you knew that he was going to definitely do his best and essentially potentially win this case for her because obviously the, the evidence doesn't stack up against her for this death of the uh, of the love interest that she had, Chase. So I do really like that, that relationship between the two of them. There was a real care and nurturing. Obviously, you see that again from a very young age, the minor interactions they had that have kind of led to David Stratham's Tom Milton uh, to defend her in court, obviously, for this case. I... I really enjoyed those two together as well. I thought they, they had a, a great quality on screen. But the main thing is obviously the chemistry between the love interest that obviously Kaya has in this film. You've got Tate Walker, who's played by Taylor John Smith. He's like the good guy of the piece, you know, the, the guy that she should be with. And again, from a very early age, there's it's, it's they've, they've had that connection and it's only grown and grown and grown throughout the film. Yeah, it may be a little bit cheesy at times, like it is. Like I said, it's, it's a love interest. It's probably more so cringy to watch Kaya and Chase, who's played by Harris Dickinson, who again is a is very good in this very good in this film really really hate the character but like yeah there's that level of like cheesiness and and as you get with these kind of the, the love side of the story but I honestly didn't like I said didn't mind any of that because I was invested in the story enough to want to know the outcome want to know what would happen in this court case and the structure of the film obviously it's not just a linear setting it's I think it's, it is a little bit different from what they do in the book from what my fiance has told me but you know we do have like the case 
um, of the uh, of Chase's death at the forefront of the film. That's what sets us off on this trajectory and learning about the Marsh Girl and, and her narrative of the story. I didn't mind the constant uh, voiceovers that Kaya would do within the film. I think that did add a little bit more of context to situation circumstances, whether it needed it or not necessarily. But I, I didn't mind the structure overall. I thought that it worked really well for getting the story. But I can see that other side where it said by doing that, that there was no like real tension towards the film, especially like I said with with the actual case itself. But as I mentioned, Harris Dickinson that's in this as Chase Andrews was really really like you love to hate the character. Like from the first kind of picnic that he has with Kaya, really forced himself onto a complete contrast of what Tate Walker was, and I did, I thought they got that really well in the film. Like complete opposite guys who were interested in Kaya, and I felt that uh, Harris Dickinson just had that that right level of performance where you just knew that he wasn't all right. He was an all he was he just screamed bad character yeah, as in uh, not bad characters in terrible performance i mean as in a bad guy you know what i mean so yeah i liked the contrast of the two and obviously you let the audience then you know with the story and with kaya learn that there's only one person that she should be with but overall i did think that this was a decent enough film i don't I, i've seen i've only read reviews obviously after after i've seen the film and such just to see what people are saying in comparison to to what the to the, to the book and such but every kind of negative or point that people have been making. I do understand, but I, I personally didn't find myself really disliking this film. I did enjoy it. I, said, I really thought that Daisy Edgar Jones's performance was really good, really strong. Um, and you just felt, like I said, that, 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 that helplessness, this character, because all her life, she's just had people leave her. Obviously, if it's not a mum, if it's not a siblings, because they can't take the abuse of a father, then when her father leaves, it's like she's learned to adapt and live on her own for so long that as soon as she starts letting people into her life, it all just comes crumbling down. I, I, I felt that. And I was like wondering towards whether she would end up just back in isolation, like a bit like an Edward Scissorhands situation where he just left us on his own forever kind of thing. But it, it, it was a really, really gripping story. So it's very thought-provoking, very engaging, and there's some real striking moments in there. But in terms of, for me, what I, I enjoy most in the film, I feel I was let down a little bit with the cinematography, but I did find the story uh, very engaging, but just not as not as uh, intense or as tense as maybe maybe the maybe the director and, and, and the whole team wanted to. But still, it's very good. So for that, I'm going to give this a 7, 7.5 out of 10. Which again, one of it's it's a film I very much enjoy watching at the cinema this uh, this year. So again, that long list of uh, kind of favourites is uh, is is growing. But thank you ever so much again for listening. I'll be back with more podcasts, more episodes coming up very soon. So keep your eyes and ears on all the social front. Get in touch as well. Let me know what your thoughts are on where the crawdads sing if you have seen it, and of course if you've read the book. But until the next episode, thank you again. Take care.